Hello, thank you for downloading today. Ahoy hoy. Great to have your company. Ahoy hoy. Someone's been listening to Hamish and Andy. In the oh, do, they, do they do that? Oh, yeah. do they do that? No, so it's only for the last 10 years, stuff. Oh, cool. I no, sleep at been... that time of day. It's fine. It's uh, from The Simpsons. It's how Mr. Burns answers the phone. Ahoy hoy. Oh, well, that's where they've gotten it from then, probably. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm glad well, we cleared that up. We have um, just worked out the secret to their ratings. Their juggernaut. incredible success. <laughs> Millions of dollars will flow if we keep using that magic word. And, and we will never do that. But coming up, our new segment, Tremepeline, Tremdepidine. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> we also got um, Bill Shorten and uh, Lyle Shelton on, uh, on the phone together. Which is just kind of like reuniting two old friends, basically. <laughs> I think I'm talking out and discuss the favourite topic, marriage equality. <laughs> one for, one against. Uh, let's roll the show. Here we go. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Ooh, ah, that's how it starts. And later there's running. The iconic Bridge to Brisbane. Bridge to Brisbane. Ah! Yeah. yeah, this Sunday, Bridge to Brisbane, uh, we're running it, right? Yeah. Yes. I, yes. I, you were so... You were so reluctant to think that I was going to join it, Abby. You were like, I'm not even going to book you because I don't think you're ever going to make it. Um, Osh, how many yeah. fitness things have we decided to do and you've pulled out of? One. See? 100% track record. I have been training. I've been taking this very seriously, Abby. Okay, I've been right. doing intervals. I've been doing hill sprints. I did a long zone two run yesterday. Oh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Now, Stav's going to be away, so he's not going to be able to make it on Sunday. I dragged Maddie into doing some runs. He'd sort of dropped off a bit, though, didn't he? Because yeah. I'm still doing the runs. But... Oh, yeah. oh, so I'm the one that's the problem. But it's Maddie, the man standing in front of you that you worried that is now the one lagging behind. Yeah, that's true. Well, to be fair, mm. I came on a couple of runs. Mm-hmm. Love you guys to death. There's more walking than running. Way more. So I went on a couple of solo runs. Mm. But I can confidently say in the last three weeks... I've done nothing. Like I've given. Yeah. I've, I've, the inspiration is gone. I think I'm just. I'm just going to so hope you're just gonna that smash I smash two cans of Red Bull at the start line and hope for the best. Oh, mate, I'm. I'm more. I've. I, Friday, oh, Saturday he's night doing, is my get drunk night. You're and such so, a liar. You're doing this. I know what you're doing. Part. He's doing it, and he's being like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm not really running." But he, you're training, and I know that you're going to pull it on. Well, it's the bike riding that'll get you through. I think. I think you'll do it. No worries. But. There was something that you said um, that I, I think that um, we should remind people of because, A, it was horrific, and, um, B, I may have a surprise for you. I came in, I said, did you want to do the Bridge to Brisbane? You paused, and I took that as a yes. If we're going to do Bridge <laughs> to Brisbane, <laughs> we have to do it in full lycra. I'm talking Kathy Freeman style, up yes. over your head, yes. like just wind-resistant. Yep. Gonna get pretty warm in there, Maddie. <laughs> and we'll cut out holes under our arms and all of our crevices. You want a crotchless one... Piece like Don't think suit. about it. Don't think about oh, it. Bridge to Brisbane, not Mardi Gras, huh? Yeah. Okay, so you did mention that in passing. It was a while ago. Yeah, that was like, what, four months ago? Stav, I'm guessing that you, you sound like an ex of mine that remembers every small detail <laughs> and then acts upon it months later that you've forgotten about it. But what about that time you said? <laughs> to, to be fair, when I agreed to Bridge to Brisbane, I thought we'd all forget and mm-hmm. we wouldn't actually end up running it. Well, I'm glad you did say it four months ago because this took a while to organise, but I've got you guys a little bit of a present for running in the Bridge Kathy to Brisbane. Kathy Freeman is going to run on my oh, behalf. Why no. do I have wings? But to help you fly, be free. and um, Do I know. look like a butterfly girl? <laughs> or are they mad? They're Maddie's, sorry. They better be, be mine. <laughs> There's a set of angel wings. So There's a I box. I got us onesies. 
They're, yeah. That's pe- my goodness. So it's station colours. So yep. our station colours are blue, black, and pink. Yep. Are they blue? No. Are they black? No. Are they pink? The sh- oh, yeah. The shorts are pe- they're blue. The oh, shorts, that's good. we got shorts at Shorts the top. are blue. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like shorts, yeah? Yep. That's in case, because yeah. I know, I know Pe- Maddie, when you run, you tend to pee a little. Well, no, no. I think people will say, there's Matt. And they'll go, I didn't know Matt Shervington was running <laughs> oh, the British Brisbane. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Maddie from, Maddie from Hill 105, the breakfast show. Yeah. And these are, these are your shorts here, Maddie. They've got little bows oh, on them. They're, 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 they're mine. They're cute. There you go. Throw so, me my suit. Wow. Give me my suit. Osh, you are going to be jealous. If you see, if so, oh, you'll Osh, see them. Osh, is Osh going to wear one? No, no, no I'm, I'm not. I didn't I'm get not one wearing one, mate. Why are you not wearing one? <laughs> Come too cool on. For school? Come on. You can wear the wings. It could be one of your heavier days. I'll, Come on. I'll, it looks like we're really running for marriage equality. Come on. <laughs> I, will, I will wear the wings. If you want me to wear the wings, I'll wear the wings. <laughs> okay. Then you got to throw a frisbee and go to the beach. Okay. So these these are what we're fully wearing. They're full lycra. We're getting. By the way, we're getting naked right now. Well. Um, well, I am. Abby's Maddie's taking his pants off on the radio. Is that okay? There's a window behind you, Matt. That, like yeah. people are coming to work. Oh, I've seen it before. I've been I've been naked in this building many times. Um, so is this gonna is this gonna take some yeah. time off your overall title, Maddie? What are you? It'll cut down, What yeah. are you aiming for? Wind well, resistance. What is what is an acceptable time? I was I'm thinking gonna, an hour and a half. Well, I'm gonna do 56 minutes. That's but I fast. did 57 last year, so I want to do 56. Anything That's around fast. an hour is and good. And I haven't, I haven't really been training that hard, Maddie. But on game day, I kind of lift. Oh, you do. I can do. we run? Can I'm we so run next to each other? Like, are we going to no, run in a team? No, I can't run with anyone because I just, I, it, it annoys me if they're better than me, and then if they're like, I don't know, holding me back. Last time yeah. I just took off. Like, Stav and I were next to each other, yeah. and then I just went, nah. I, I, I couldn't run with Abby because I kept on looking for her to pass me the football. Shut up. He says I run like <laughs> he says I run like a footballer. It's the it's the legs. You know what it is. We've discussed oh, this on air before. And that's why I'm not running with you, okay? So we're going to start together and then see you at the finish line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good luck. All right. Anyway, so you've got your, uh, okay, you've got your morph suit. So if you see them out, they'll be in hot pink, uh, skin-tight suits with blue shorts. So you won't be able to miss them. I'm um, not wearing shorts. Cool. You're, you're just going to go tackle out. You're just yeah. going to you're going to go the wind keel. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to tuck it in, make it aerodynamic right. and you're not going to restrain in any shape or form. No. Nah. And uh, that can that could get chafing. You. Chafing is an issue, Matt. Don't forget that. I'd like to say thank you, Stav. I know you went to a lot of effort to get that for us and I appreciate it. Very much. Thank you, Stav. Oh, well, Maddie I is really mostly like naked in the Where studio. Where did you get right them now. from? Where did I get them from? Uh, there's a, um, a morph place uh, on um, in the morph district. On the is it um, morph suits and morph suits? Morph yes, suits? morph suits are us. <laughs> uh, on morph street in the whole morph district. Down, down downtown, Robert. Nothing but morph. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> great store. Great store. Just part a bit of town. tight. Next to the hammock place. I mean, I know they're morphs, but. <laughs> Matty, you put it on and then you pull it straight off again. What happens? We can't. We can't wait for you to put it on. Go to Come a on, song. Sorry. They take ages to get oh. your fingers in. Once you guys stop talking, <laughs> I can't. Oh, there's gloves. It. There's gloves at the end of them. Mm. I get on Facebook. We will show you our outfits now. It's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Marriage equality. The Australian public has had a gut full of it. Get this issue resolved now. Yeah, today's the day that you must be enrolled if you want to be involved in the plebiscite. If you're not enrolled correctly, mm-hmm. your vote will not count. Well, you can't vote at all. Yep, so make sure you do it before 6pm tonight. Joining well, it's us. midnight. Mm. Oh, is it midnight? When I read the script that they gave me before, I said 6pm, <laughs> but that could have been wrong. But it's better to say 6 because people will be exactly. late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If only there was someone we could ask who knew. Bill Shorten, good morning. Hey, how, how are you all? We're good. Hello. What time is it? <laughs> it's 7.23. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's uh, midnight. It is midnight. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, it okay. is midnight. That's right. Yeah. So um, it's, 
I just went on the AEC website, that's the Australian Electoral Commission. It takes about 90 seconds to, you know, do the get enrolled. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Now, I, I just want to say from a personal note on this one, um, I was thinking about this the other day. I have a, a lesbian sister mm. who has a long-term partner. They live together. And I thought to myself, if I didn't have my sister, would I have enrolled and bothered to vote? Not and that you'd be against it. You I, just Yeah, I don't yeah. have a problem with it, but I thought it doesn't affect me personally, so no, I probably would not. So I yeah. want to encourage people to, to still do it, even if you think it, it doesn't bother me either way. Yeah, it's interesting to say you that because I actually feel quite... There is a, a sense of guilt to me that we're deciding on someone else's life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, right. though, Bill? Like, it feels like, why should we have well, to do this is, when it's their no right? Else, no one else had to have their marriage or their relationships voted on by yeah. completely random strangers across Australia. Uh, I did it when I got married just to see how people felt about it. You wanted someone to go, I object, I love him. <laughs> was it thumbs up or thumbs down? <laughs> it was thumbs up. <laughs> oh, carry on then. Um, the... No, but the, the proposition is that we should make we make laws every day. We don't need to have a separate process for um, gay people uh, of lawmaking. So I, I really don't like the fact that this government's so weak. They've just kicked it out and said it's too hard for us because it's it is not the way which we do things. And so we're treating gay people differently. Having said that, if we're going to have the vote for that very reason that you were talking about, your sister, I'm voting yes. Uh, not because I think the process is this vote is a, is a great idea, but because I want to say to uh, LGBTI Australians, you're not on your own. You're valued. Mm. Yeah, and in, right. in fact, the big reason I'm also voting yes is because, frankly, not everyone lives in a nuclear family of mum, dad, two kids, and spot the dog behind a white picket fence. Mm. So for me, this is standing up for all Australians whose um, relationships and whose family life is complex and I just want to make very clear that I support people it's what's in their heart that matters it's not some old-fashioned definition of marriage Mm. that's exactly right now uh Bill we we are going to put you on the spot a little bit here because we had lined up um because you're running late because you're a busy man chatting to everyone it's a busy day for you I was was on hold for you guys (laughs) no no but we we wanted you five minutes earlier so but that's okay hey no one needs to know the ins and outs we were gonna we were gonna speak to and the reason for this is you know we want to hear why and and try and I guess hopefully sway a few of these people. We do have Lyle Shelton, Lyle Shelton on. Now, he's from the Australian Chris, Christian Lobby, who is a no vote. Now, he's on. Good morning, Lyle. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Now, you, you would have heard Bill there saying why I heard he... heard a bit of it. We had some technical issues at this end, but I, okay. I heard a snippet. You can probably imagine what he was saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, Lyle, what are your reasons for voting no? Well, look, there's millions of Australians who will always believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. We believe that's uh, important, that every child should have the right to their mum and dad. And it's not about who people love. Everyone in Australia is free to love whoever they want. But if you change the definition of marriage, that's going to affect the freedoms of uh, millions of Australians, including uh, one in every five Labor voters who who want to uh, also preserve the definition of marriage. And, um, you know, I just hope that we don't see those people as, as bigots or haters it's not it's not about that it's um it's about them believing uh in marriage as a man woman project and that's the best way for socializing the next generation kyle before we get built to answer can i just ask one thing with the marriage act because it's 1961 do you believe that it needs to be updated because i think a lot of people that say it's between a man and a woman don't realize that we're actually allowed to have like an uncle and niece marry you can realize that that is a, a the 1961 is an old time and does need to be updated 
Well, look, for, for thousands of years, all cultures have believed that marriage is between a man and a woman. But what we've seen where this has changed in other parts of the world, people are being taken to court for alleged bigotry because they just want to believe that and hold to that definition. And in America, there's a 71-year-old grandmother, Baronel Stutzman, who's a florist, and uh, she's in front of the U.S. Supreme Court right now uh, because she simply said, look, I, I just respectfully don't want to be part of a same-sex wedding, yet the law is forcing her and she's been put up on bigotry charges just because she wants to live out what she believes about marriage. Now, well, while you're talking about, you're talking about a case, you're talking about a case that's happening over in the States. Now, I did want to ask you know, both you and Bill this question. Uh, Lyle, let's just say, for example, and I, I know you would, you would have had someone in your life that you've, you, you've seen you know, go through their end of life and, and perhaps pass on. What would you say about the fact that uh, you know, close family of Maddie, close family of mine, those two people are not allowed in the room with their loved one who might be dying because they're not seen as next of kin. You still by with us, Bill? Law. Just want to check you're still there, yeah, Bill? No, well, that's where um, there's a, a lot of misconceptions. Back in 2008, when um, Labor was uh, in government under Kevin Rudd and no, the I'm asking Attorney you General. a question. I don't want you to talk to me about what happened 10 years ago. I'm no, asking well, you a I'm, question. I'm, I'm asking you, how you would feel. But, uh, but no one has to feel that this is the point. The laws were changed back in 2008, 2009. We supported all that. Um, gay couples have all those next of kin rights. They're allowed to be in the next room. They, all the discrimination was taken away. Uh, what we're talking about now is a change to the definition of marriage, which is going to affect everyone's freedoms. And Bill's party has said they're going to fine bakers and florists and photographers and wedding venue operators who, who want to continue to live out their sincerely held beliefs about marriage. Now, that's not free Australia. That's um, some sort of... That's forced everyone to, to believe someone else's definition of marriage. Right. Bill, can we... We've got you there, Bill. You were in the Parliament. What, what are your thoughts on the things you're hearing uh, here, yeah. mate? Listen, I, I've met Lyle before and he's entitled to his view and he's stating his view. But an argument which says that if you vote yes in this postal survey, that that's going to impinge upon the freedom of millions of Australians, that's just living on another planet. I just think that's a ridiculous argument. If you vote... Uh, in this postal survey and say, yep, you think marriage equality should be legislated. You are not impinging on the freedom of millions of Australians. It is now currently illegal to discriminate against people on the basis of sexuality. So the discrimination laws um, exist now. Well, with respect, Bill, that will change because you're changing the marriage law and you're going to put in place an LGBTIQ commissioner like a rainbow government-funded cop on the beat to police people who don't believe this new definition of marriage. And, and that I, that I, I have one welcome our rainbow cop can overlords. I just, can, I just, can I just really just talk about the real world? Um, most gay couples, I suspect, don't want to go to a baker who doesn't want to bake him a cake. If you're having a wedding and the person who would be your wedding singer and if the wedding singer doesn't approve of your relationship, chances are you're not going to demand that they sing in some sort of bizarre act of, um, you know... So why, why is Baronel in front of the US Supreme Court, Bill? Oh, Lyle, if you want to talk well, well, about it's, America... It's a real case. This is not why is Donald, Mate, why is Donald Trump the president? You know, <laughs> we can talk about America... Well, you can mock that, Bill, but um, no, 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 Baron no, Ellen, no, there's no, a cake maker there. There's a Jewish school in London about to close down because well, they won't teach fair, children there. I'm not mocking, I'm not mocking uh, the propositions. I said you're entitled to your opinion, and you know I think that. And you know that um, this whole debate that if you don't like the way this country's going, as Tony Abbott said, vote no in the marriage survey, or if somehow you think that this is going to, this is going to be a big impingement on religious freedom, those arguments are separate 
to voting in this postal survey. But, but they're consequential with respect, Bill. And, and you know, I, I thank you for uh, you be giving me freedom to express my view. But uh, there, oh, is, there already are consequences. Sorry to be rude. Say that. Don't yeah, want to I, cut I, you boys I, off, but we are, we are running over time. And uh, we did not plan for this to happen. Is, you, could, you could agree with Lyle <laughs> or you could agree with me. Yeah. But whatever you do, please enroll. AEC.gov.au. Yeah. Yes, very important to do so. Bill Shorten, uh, always a pleasure to have you on, mate. We really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, and good. always taking our <laughs> call. You. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi, I'm Gary Megan and I do a little show on Podcast One called A Plate to Call Home and it's about fascinating people all centred around food. This is a show for foodies but it's more than that. It's a show about the people and the stories behind food. I think you know that I'm obsessed by food. Everything in my life revolves around it and I love nothing better than to spend a little time talking about people that are equally as passionate, sharing their stories and getting to know what makes them tick. It's called A Plate to Call Home, and it's available on the Podcast One app or on podcastone.com.au. Well, I'm going to give up one of my jobs. I know you guys have been very excited about it, but I uh, volunteered, even though you told me not to, to be the coach of my son's AFL yeah. footy team not under sixes. did we tell you not to. Yes. You asked if you should do it, and, and it was said, a unanimous no. I we did. spoke to you and future Abby. Yeah. We said, both of you can't do this. But anyone who has been a coach of their child's team, no matter what the sport is, will know that the volunteering wasn't eager. It was more that you looked around and waited for no one else. Come on, someone else put up their hand. I warned you. You warned me to wait in the car, but I didn't want to be one of those parents, said, Maddie. When was it know- like at a charity auction where you accidentally scratched something and then you've bid? Yeah. No, yeah. my son put me forward and said, my mum watches AFL. And I was like, mm, okay. Qualified. Yeah, qualified. I'll, do- I'll donate, mm. but I will not volunteer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it, though. Like the kids, you see all their personalities come you out. And We've you barely do heard fun- anything about it. And how <laughs> like, oh, I've got training again tonight. <laughs> how much do you whinge about taking your child to the park? All the time. But I don't have a, but I don't have a choice in that one. <laughs> and I, look, I, honestly, it has been so much fun, but we're getting towards the end of the season and we have to do awards now. They've got, like, trophies and you've got to pick, like, yeah. different ones. And What, best and fairest? Yeah. Best forward, best back? And my son, Finney, has yeah. really lifted and he's playing really well. And oh, Hang on, hang on. Did everyone hear that coach terminology there? He's lifted. lifted. He's, He's really lifted. lifted. I find on game day, he really knows. Uh, 110%. 110%, yep. Yeah. Just playing a game in four quarters and just go, you know, plays the ball away. He's been sharing the ball so well, but the problem is he counts how many goals he gets each game. So I'm trying to downplay it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's not too bad. He's like, Do I got six goals. Hmm. No, it's not scored, but he does in his head because uh. he's my personality. So he's like, I got six goals. I got four goals the last time. And you're like, okay, stop adding them up because he, now he's tallying, saying I should get an award. Hmm. What is like, he, five? Yeah. But I can't give him an award. You can't, as the coach, give your child an award. It's okay. He's he's in grade one. They can't spell nepotism yet. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And his mum still won't know what that is. But you know what you just go? I, I kind of go, you just can't. If you're like the teacher or the coach, I feel like you end up being worse to your child. Like he's always the one in trouble. So I'm going to guess, knowing you, yes. that you're not going to give him an award in front of everybody else. But you have. I was thinking about getting a you, trophy. You whittled up. a trophy like out the of the secret <laughs> trophy. Yeah, yeah, and give it to him at home. No, no. In the car on the way there. 
Say, hey, it's so important that we've, we're going to give it to you first. No, I said that I'm really proud of him. We'll get him a present on the side. And he thought about what he wanted and he said he wanted two cans of lemonade because that's what he got when he was at Maddie's house, your house. <laughs> wow. That's the most amount of sugar he's ever had, I'm sure. He's so excited. He's like, oh, have a think, Mum. And he came back and he goes, can I have two cans of lemonade like Maddie gave me? Wow. I gave You're him three, actually. Wow. <laughs> I love that kid when he was over. You're a sugar dealer, buddy. <laughs> Good. Well, give him a whole carton. That deserves a carton, that many goals. Oh, God. Sort it out. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, guys. As always, at 7 and 8, your chance to win $10,000. You know, we worked out we're giving away $100,000. Technically, we could. $100,000 a week here if Correct. anyone wants to If we it did up. that, yeah. we would probably lose the segment. It'd be, and at 7 next week, name that song. <laughs> For a can of Coke. Yeah. Uh, but we like to give you your letters, and the letters uh, tomorrow are abs. Uh, S for Sam and O for Oscar. Really? That's the best we've got? The best letters. They're okay, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, 24 Why other ones. Why yeah, well, we haven't got 24 other letters. I mean, P's not getting a lot of love. You, we haven't gone anywhere near you. It's a hard one, but. Name a tangly bit at the back of your mouth. The uglingara. Uvula. Oh. I didn't know. Is that the punching bag? Well, I tell you, if we do give $100,000 away, that'll be the the letter on the Monday. Isn't that your tonsils? No. Everyone thinks it's your tonsils. It's the dangly bit at the back. Oh. That's not your tonsils. Your tiny little ball bag that hangs at the back of your mouth. Yes, Abby? What he said. (laughs) (laughs) Card chat. (laughs) We have been doing um, excursions, really. We've got Stav, um, because he is Mr. Brisbane, he can direct us anywhere. Brisbane! Blindfolded. And you have been. You've been unbelievable. Thank you. But it's like long car trips. So Maddie's normally driving. I'm in the front. You're blindfolded in the back. And we normally just chat about everything. And we always have conversations that we don't realise are going to make the video. I find you in the car, it's like anything in a car. It's a safe guys, bubble. You pick your nose at lights and you think no one can Sing. see this. You, ch- you check it, you rub it around on your fingers, That's you flick it on the back seat. That's what they used Big Brother. They used to go, you forget the cameras are on. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's a bubble. And Maddie asked us a question. <laughs> <laughs> like a hypothetical question, yeah, okay? Yeah. He said this. Staff, do you have anyone in mind if Kat died? Yep. Like, and you had to obviously raise Rory yep. on your own? Yep. Do you have a replacement wife? Yes, I do. Do you have a replacement wife? Me? <laughs> no, nah, no one would take me. I don't think I'd get married again. <clears throat> I wouldn't. Oh, nah, I would. If they died, I oh, would. Oh, you, yeah, you need marriage. But yeah. if I just, if I got divorced because my marriage fell apart, I wouldn't remarry. But dying's different. You reckon because you'd have more of an opportunity to pick up because people would feel sorry for you? Yeah. I'd just go to the park a lot with my kids dressed up really cute and pretend to be a really good dad. Yeah, you've got to wear your wedding like ring around yeah. your neck, like, yeah. 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 And I just say loudly from time to time, their mother would have loved to have been here. <laughs> she was a beautiful woman. I'm so sorry to hear that. Where is she? Oh, she's just the girl that's yelling at me to get <laughs> She's sick of me trying to do this. <laughs> what happened to her? She's Mate, in the you ca- said I'm dead again. Is this what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my wife has seen that. Has your wife that heard video? that? No. You answered <laughs> very too fast. fast. <laughs> yeah, way too <laughs> quickly. <laughs> so who is it, Stav? <laughs> who's, who's, who's the replacement that you've got lined up? And does she know about it? No, she doesn't.
<laughs> have you ever got an argument so like hypothetical? Because my, my husband and I had an argument, like a full on yeah. argument about if anything was to happen to me. And I said, of course, I want you to find someone, you know, lovely and you just don't pick up my funeral. That's fair enough. Yeah, what you would think. And he goes, no, babe, that's so rude. Like, that's the best opportunity. Of course. Well, she'd already be a part of your circle of friends. She knows your story. Yeah. Save a lot of time in the getting to know your face. You can use this classic line, it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> makes, perfect, makes perfect sense. <laughs> I had a full-on argument with him about something that just, you know, and you kind of go, it doesn't, it's stupid. Yeah. Why would we argue yeah, about yeah. it? Like, oh, we had... How would Audrey, you do that? Me and Audrey had a whole argument. Like, I cheated on her in her dream. Yeah. Oh, there, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, like, I was paying for it for, like, days. Like, mm. but, honey, it was a dream. No, but you don't understand. You cheated on me. It is a dream, honey. I know. See, dreams are hard, but Scott should have been smarter than that in that instance. And lied. And lied yeah. and done it anyway. Yeah. Well, once once the dirt's on the casket, what are you going to do? Claw your way out and get I up I said him. haunt him, and then we went into this whole detail about how I would haunt him. <laughs> What sort of a phrase are you going? If the dirt's on the casket, it's time to get past it. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. So, guys, we're in the middle of Term 3, which means Term 4 for schools right around the corner, which means it's water polo season for Gigi, right? She's, yeah, she's 13. She loves water polo because uh, it's violent mm. and she likes it. <laughs> she wants to get stronger, though. She wants to get stronger. So I'm like, well, we could go down the pool and swim laps. She said, that'd be great. Now... I'm thrilled because as a stepdad, anything that you get to do with your teenager is like super exciting <laughs> that she wants to do with just you. So you're always I'm, expecting a no when you offer something and they say I'm yes. All, you know, absolutely. I'm all, I'm all, so I'm all in. Um, now it's, it's a really lovely thing to do together. And we go down the pool like once or twice a week. Um, now, but for me though, as someone who grew up quite fat, quite obese, as someone who's always had like body dysmorphia and, and now I'm on meds that mess with the way I metabolize food. I have a lot of body shame mm. and I'm, I'm really afraid of getting nude in public or taking my clothes off. Um, you shouldn't by the way. Well, get, I appreciate nice that. Rig. I appreciate that, Matthew, but, uh, my brain's my brain. Um, so it's, it's, I'm pushing through a lot of fear to get there. As a part of this, you've got to get changed at the public pool. So we're going down to the council pool and you've got to go into the change rooms. And because it's after work, they're packed. Now, we've already got change room etiquette. You know, like don't use your mobile phone. No use them in DTs, by the way. No, boardies, mate. Boardies, okay. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't graduated to DTs yet. That's in the future. Yeah. Uh, don't use your mobile phone in the toilet, that sort of thing. Mm. But I, I, I might just be, I'm totally aware. This just might be my modesty and my own personal shame, but... Surely there's got to be a limit to how much nude activity you can get away with in a change room. Like, for mm. example, if you're totally nude and you, oh, my towel's just two steps away, I'll grab my towel two steps, that's fine. But if you're like, I'm totally nude, you know what? I might go to the toilet before I put my trousers on. Mm. That's like 10 steps just yeah. tackle dangling yeah. across the room. Yeah. That's just a bit much it's, for me. It's when you start seeing people use it as uh, uh, as an excuse to display themselves, I think, is when it becomes an issue. Now yeah. I have to walk over here. Now I have to walk over here. I think I've gone the opposite way, Osh. Because yeah. I reckon when I was younger, because swimming, like, swimming change rooms, are like you have to take your bathes off. So that's the full nudity. And I remember yeah. when I was younger, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe those women are walking around naked. Like, you should be ashamed. And this is when I was, like, you know, 17, not realising I probably did look my best. And I used to totally cover up and do the whole thing. Mm. The older I've got, the more I've got it out. The worse my body gets, the more I'm like, I'm walking around nude. So it's should different in the ladies' change room? <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I was kind of like, eh, my boobs aren't as perky, but goddamn, my breastfed. Go me. High five myself, <laughs> otherwise clapping. And then I just walk around. So I don't know. I'm not like the nudity. I 
<laughs> Look, that's. I mean, I'm oh off. my god, I think are people going to call and yeah. say I should put it away? Yeah, I think are. you're no. you're the the female version of the dude who was swinging in the yep. wind when Osh was out. Because I'm 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 with you, Osh. I'm like more than two steps, and you've got to cover up. I walk. Do you walk around the house nude? Because I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. But that's that's my well, you're house. home alone. I'm not in a public pool. Yeah, but, but no. But if you, you're sitting around looking at everyone else's body, then maybe you've got an issue with it. Yeah. Maybe you should look down. My um, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to. Trust me. That's because I'll be like, I've got peripheral. I'm like, Ken's bigger. Jim's bigger. Oh, I, love, I just like trying to go, we shouldn't be ashamed of our bodies. They're all different. This is the opportunity to go and just embrace it. I'm always a hair's breath away from getting naked. You are, <laughs> I know. Yeah. You, you love do. it. You love it. Yeah. I'll um, get naked right now. That's the whole thing. Can you show us your tats? And he gets naked. Sure. No. No, yeah. no, you don't have to, Han. I've seen No, no, we understand. We know. Side yes. note, Osh. <laughs> yes. All these naked men getting around. Yeah. Were they wearing thongs? Because that's what I find interesting as well. No one wants to get tinier, so they're rocking their their yeah. oh the shower oh, the ca- like the caravan park mm. uh, yes. thongs. Yeah, but swinging around. Yeah, but absolutely, I'll just walk back over from the shower to get to my towel. Like I won't take the towel to the yes, shower. No, you take, take the towel the to the shower, buddy. Yeah. Take your towel to the shower. Well, thirteen, ten, sixteen. <laughs> really, we're going to ask the people? Yes. I've asked the people. I've never, I haven't been to a pool, a public pool in a long time. Hope you don't after this. Yeah. <laughs> but what is the etiquette? Mm. Like for in pe- change rooms? Yeah. Well, footy change rooms are different etiquette, right? Oh, yeah. The bloke beside you will give it a little flick if yeah. he wants. I don't know what what it is about football, but oh, look at that, mate. Did I? What? You just am I thinking representative. or am I talking? <laughs> <laughs> Manny, I know your football days never... were back before wow. puberty. No one's yeah. bringing Let's it up. Let's not share it, okay? Wow. Well, mate. Wow. You know what I'm talking about. Never played, mate. I well, honestly that's, can say but I that's people, a football change room is different because you all know each other. You all know each other. It's very, very different if you know each other. If you're in a room full of strangers, surely, surely there's a limit of how many steps is too many steps. What is the etiquette? Uh, Jody's in Red Hill. What do you reckon? Well, I was going to say Osh needs to open up a bit, basically. Yeah. Um, travel Europe, it's mm. all out on the beaches when you're mm. over there. That's yeah. In Japan, as you just mentioned. Mm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think sometimes our Aussies are a bit closed off to that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You think, but are you saying, like, in Europe there's dudes with a tackle out on the on the beach? Completely, yes. Wow. Well, imagine getting that sunburnt. You'd have to make sure you slip, slop, get, slap. You would, but you'd get used to it as well. Do you know? The more sun, I guess it would see. Wouldn't the, go out wouldn't with a girl called Vera. <laughs> <laughs> Adam in Jamboree Heights, are you... Hello, Vera. Uh, what are, you, Mate, what are your thoughts on this, Adam? Mate, the issue is that um, it's always the old dudes, you know what I mean? Like, um, I think there should be a sign that says if you're over 50, like, keep it on, you know? <laughs> but there's, there's often old dudes, they've got the gut that's so big, you can't see anything anyway. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. So you, are you saying check ID at the <laughs> at the door of the Dunnies? Yeah, possibly. I, I think that's a pretty good idea, you know. But, um, you know, in regards to what Abby said, Abby looks hot as, so, like, keep rocking it, girl. Th- thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Not that hey. you've seen me in the change rooms. You keep rocking it, girl. I'll keep rocking it. I keep rocking it. No, I just... <laughs> I used to go to the Korean bathhouse. We used to go yeah. there every Saturday, which is in Sydney. And the first time we went there, that was quite confronting because you totally take your clothes off and you go in all the different yeah. pools. Mm. Korean bath. I've been. I've had a girl try to convince me to go to the Korean bathhouse before because like, oh, it's the best. It's the best. The girls' side of the Korean bathhouse and the guys' side of the Korean bathhouse are two very different. I would should hope so. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! It's a very different vibe on the men's side. I can guarantee you. <laughs> Peter in Bow Desert. 
Thoughts? Yeah, yeah, mate. I think Adam needs to get over himself, mate. I'm 51, mm. and we've all got a trunk as our junk, mate. And um, <laughs> and, I, and mate, I've still got a six pack, mate. I've been playing footy for 20 years, mm. and and I actually walked into a um, the opposing team's dressing room one time, mm. and they happened to be a Maori team, and all the boys were swinging it around and having a good old time. This mate, it's all right, bro. Come in and join us, mate. Strip <laughs> off, let's go. We're going to go play games, you know. No worries at all. Yeah, but they were all well hungy. Oh. No, they weren't, mate. They weren't. That's, that's a fallacy, mate. I'm telling you. I've some experience, mate, there. But we're all the same, mate. You know, so don't worry about that. That's you keep all rocking it, Peter. movies, mate. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. maybe that's it. Maybe I've, I've got my brain distorted as to what my body should look like because I've been spending too much time researching online. Yeah. Julian Ipswich, what do you reckon? Locker room etiquette. Good morning. Morning. Um, Abby, you are so hot, by the way. Um, and if you came into our... Jim, you might get stairs for the right reasons, but usually the girls like all different shapes and sizes. Some of them are, you know, weightlifters, but we usually out of the shower a towel or undies and a bra. So. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I like the, I like the undies and the bra, especially because yeah. I kept, go up to someone and go, oh, where did you get those from? And I don't know if yeah. that's inappropriate to comment on the underwear. No, yeah. no, yeah. not at all. You yeah, rock that's it. Good. Go, girl. Oh, thanks, honey. Yeah, you can't do that. You, I can't walk up to a bloke two blokes down from me and go, hey, that's a smashing pair of boxes. I really hug you. Why? Really well. <laughs> you totally can. Where did you get them? You totally can. No, you can't. Well, you know what? When you swim in laps again, we have a challenge for you. <laughs> What's the challenge? Where do you hide the mic is the yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> go and just have a chat. Have, you know what? Nude up. Go and have a it's naked liberating. chat with someone. You're going to love it, Osh. It'll be the new you. you I'll go do it to our boss yes. after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, end up in, it'll end up in the Daily Mail. It'll freak me out. That's yeah. all right. Page three. <laughs> <laughs> It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Now, this is, this is fun. I love doing well, this. Well, I uh, went to childcare yesterday to pick up uh, my son and a lot of the ladies there couldn't stop laughing about what we were talking about yesterday, which is impersonating their husband's voices. Oh, yeah. Abby, uh, Audrey did it last night. Audrey totally did it last night. She goes, Audrey's going to go, oh, I'm so hungry. I just now feel really full. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman who has a boyfriend, a fiancé, a husband, whenever they are impersonating their partner, they all sound the same. And we proved this yesterday when we had a heap of women on the yeah. phone. We went straight to them, and here's how they sounded impersonating their partners. What does your man sound like? <laughs> so he goes, oh, catch a rig. Catch a rig. That's the voice. Hey, honey. Did you do anything today? <laughs> Why do we sound like we've fallen over and hit the ground with <laughs> yes. our head? Mine's more of a snorer. <laughs> the way it's like, I don't snore. There, there you go. So what do you want to do, Manny? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, and I want to make comedy because we wanted to, we asked for guys to ring up who have partners because we wanted them to impersonate their, their wives and girlfriends. We didn't say that before. And then when the producers said to all the guys on the line, that's what we're going to do, they, they, all, they all refused <laughs> they to went, take it. Well, why don't you do it? No. Honey, why don't you show you how easy it is? Esther's probably listening. Why don't you do her voice? She's 100% listening. So go on. Nah. See? Go on, buddy. <laughs> Where's your cojones, my friend? You can't ask you can't the guys ask to. You guys to do it and then not you do, do it Kate's yourself. You do voice. Oh, no okay. way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love you, honey. So now you're driving the kids at daycare and school, so I love you. Why don't you talk about her eyebrows? Okay. When she goes to get them done. No, no, no. I'll mainly, it's mainly when she's complaining. Yeah. You mm. know. Mm. How does it sound, Maddie? Uh, why? You, you just do what you want. So what? what I don't do anything. Like, I'm here all day. Why is she Gilbert Godfrey from Aladdin? <laughs> you're 
<laughs> she's like, she's like, Oscar the Grouch on helium. <laughs> wow. No, I, I, I probably. Why? Why you you're going to have that long talk oh. when you get home about the line between personal and radio yeah. life, aren't yes. you? Right, well, honey, I don't, I don't care. Okay, if sh- you want to go, it's up to you. Manny, shush now. Thirteen ten sixty. I may as well get it out. May as well get it done. Any guys that want to do it from Bribery Island, we've got a brave man, Bill. Bill. What sort of things does your wife say to you when she gets home, or what does she complain about? Uh, well, I complain a whole lot. Okay, mm-hmm. do the voice first. Sometimes so. about the kids. Okay, do a voice. Um. Oh, oh don't, 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 don't choke on us now, mate. No. Oh, Bill. Bill, he's bloody freaked out. His wife just looked at him. Yeah. <laughs> John, <laughs> from across the, from across from Capalaba, he yeah. felt How the you going? Good, oh, good John. John. Are you willing to give this a crack and impersonate your wife's voice? Oh, for sure. Okay, okay there right, we go. Go for it. All right. If say I did something, she'd be like, "Why'd you do that, for darling?" <laughs> Sounds like a gay man. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> That's pretty good, though, and that applies to me. I mean, I felt I felt chastised then. I looked down at the ground when you said that. Mimi, we can't do this. I don't think you guys do my voice. Is it like when you make, like, we can make a French accent, but we can't make a Chinese accent? Is it yeah. the same thing? Like, it women can be. impersonate men, but yeah. men can't impersonate women? Might be true, Osh. I'm still waiting to hear what Stab Thinks Abby sounds yes, like. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's hot in here. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do Abby. I'll do Abby. Are you ready? This is now, Abby. Yeah. I love you. I asked you to marry me in order because I love you and I wanted I'll someone just to get to the voice. Okay. No, that's fine. You just do what you want. That's okay. Just go right ahead. No, that's okay. And uh, hang on. There's an action to this, but this is the sound of me throwing my, my headphones off in disgust. <laughs> I think you're supposed to do the voice, not a full impersonation. <laughs> but good for you. Hey, Keith, in Manly West, why don't you impersonate your partner's voice? Yeah, how you going? Good, Keith. Good. What does your wife sound like? Uh, my wife sounds like, Keith, have you done the dishes yet? <laughs> or, why haven't you done the dishes yet? <laughs> why don't they sound... Okay, they all so sound like old they ladies. Like parrots. They sound like yeah. parrots. Men sound like we've been hit on the head. Women sound like parrots. I think it's because it's like we're used to the nagging or something. Mm. So yeah. guys just hear... John in the switch. What's your wife sound like? A bit hard one for me because I've got the Aussie accent. But one of the big ones for us is I'll ask her what she wants to eat. And I just say, I'm not too sure, but I'm really hungry though. I like that. It's pretty good. What do you want to eat? I don't know, but what do you want? Oh. Hey. Caller number nine, the beautiful Esther, Maddie's wife. Morning, hun. Good morning. Did you like the impersonation he did of you? I'm I'm sure it was spot on. Yeah, mm. sounded. Oh. Yeah, mm. exactly like me. You can tell. Mm. Esther, I think you might have a deeper voice than Matt. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. That's I was... why when I impersonate him, it's like. You do not. You do the man voice too. Go on, do it. Do how you impersonate me. Why did you leave that off? Yeah, see? I love you, sweetie. I'll see you soon, huh? (laughs) Yeah, see you soon. Do you want to go to one more? Should Uh, we finish with one more? So, Peter from Yarrabilly, you're going to have a go at impersonating your partner's voice? Yeah, she goes like this. Thank you, I do that. She's, she's Marge Simpson. Simpson yeah. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hi. 
I'm Mark Boris. Every single day in Australia, people are busting their guts in starting and running their own businesses. It's a big deal. 60% of Australians are hired by small to medium-sized business owners. These guys are doing their bit, buying stock, hiring people, and paying their taxes. So what is it like to start your own business? How do you go from just running a business on the side after work to owning something much bigger? How do you make it your future? Join me on The Mentor, a weekly show on Podcast One where I speak to Aussie business owners who are working through just that. I find out what makes them tick, I help them work out their next steps for their growth and for their future. The Mentor with Mark Burris. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Oh, this is like the best ghosting story ever, if possible. Explain ghosting. Ghosting is when you might be in a relationship, could be a long term one, could be a small one, like, you know, just a few weeks, but then all of a sudden you just stop communication. So you'd like, you'd be Facebook friends, everything, and then all of a sudden just nothing. You don't return phone calls. You don't want to have that awkward, it's me, Mm -hmm. not you, let's break up. Mm -hmm. You just disappear like you've died. But this guy epically did not want to get into the emotional breakup um, situation because he was in a relationship with a girl for three years. Three years. They lived together and everything. And then all of a sudden. You can't ghost when you've you lived totally with someone. Did. So he has. And he said that she wanted to settle down. He wasn't really ready. They're, they're obviously, their expectations of the relationship were very different. Yeah. And he said he just <laughs> didn't want to go through the breakup. So over yeah. the Christmas break while she was visiting her family, he accepted a job out of the country. Wow. Just and left. moved all this stuff. Left. Packed everything and left. Understandably, she kind of lost it. She created situations with family members and friends of his to find out what went wrong, trying to track him down, mm-hmm. and she just yeah. couldn't. And he just ghosted. Her. So yeah. his he didn't even tell his parents where he was going. That's how hardcore he went. No, here? he told them, but it just didn't tell her, and just said, "Hey, just don't mention where I am." Oh, that's a that's a big play to this get was everyone a de- to agree. This was a decade ago. Okay, now right. he's trying to write to um, ask a manager, which is a website over in America, for advice because he said that now he's a maths teacher, yeah. and at his school, the director, the you know the head of it, had yeah. resigned, so they got a replacement, and he was reading the bio and realised that that was his ex. So his ex that he ghosted so dramatically is now going to be his boss. Boom! And that's why it's a good ghosting story. Oh my goodness! So he's really going to have to get a nose job. <laughs> oh, grow a beard, <laughs> full re- <laughs> constructive facial surgery. You would want to yeah. be at that situation because it's always awkward when you bump into your ex. Always, because you always want to be that better, like doing better. Like, hey, I've won. Don't have enough of them to bump into them. Literally, like a chance of six hundred billion to one. Yeah, when you see your cousin at a family barbecue. Yeah, it's going to be awkward. Okay, my my room's down the back. (laughs) (laughs) No. I've been out. I've been out to dinner once. Here, when I was, uh, I was in my late twenties. It was a very different time in my life. I was living in Bondi. I was single, and all my mates were single, and we were uh, fans of extracurricular evening activities. And um, we were having dinner at this Thai restaurant and I remember on the street, it was like one of those Thai restaurants where you can't reserve, you have to line up oh, to yeah, get into, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That means they're good. Well, that's the thing. And so I was there with my friend G and Stevie and we're eating and I get this tap on my shoulder. I turn around and it's this girl that, uh, shall we say, we had uh, like a, a torrid relationship that lasted at least, I don't know, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And you shagged her. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> She you, was, you hit that. You had a one night stand <laughs> that lasted. She two was uh, uh, kind of of Southern Asian origin, uh-huh. so v- very, uh, very timid in the streets. 
um, wow. but not so uh, otherwise. Anyway, so I was like, oh, hi. Oh, here you are. Good to see you. She goes, yeah, yeah. This is my dad. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. And he was like the full on, you know, like almost a stereotypical kind of like very conservatively dressed, had a collared shirt on. It was like, there was a little bow and everything. I was like, hi. hi. But you could tell in his eyes that he knew karate. Right? <laughs> like Something if you, if you like got that. into a fight with him, he was going to be all, what's up? What you do? Oh, no, not even karate. One of those really <laughs> obscure kind of, yeah. kind of ju- jungle killer martial arts. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. What do you, what do, you do in that situation? Hello, nice to meet you. Your daughter goes off in the sheets, by the way. <laughs> 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 Just so you're aware. Well done. Well, that's, well, that's, that's not what I said, Steph. No. <laughs> How do you know each other? We Is know each other from next... work. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You've said that before, Abby. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. I'm thankful for all the brave men of Brisbane that called up to impersonate their wives. Maddie. I hope you're going to be safe when you get home after you impersonated. I'm not going home. (laughs) Hey, hey, can't get in trouble if you never go home. That's right. That's the answer. So I'm thankful for that, but there's some things I have to say thanks but no thanks for, and that's when Richard Claderman comes in handy. So I want to say to you, Dust, I just cleaned you up. Like just the other day. I turn around, you're back. What is all that about? How often am I supposed to do this cleaning thing? Every day? (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks. Oh, short but sweet. Yes. True. Hey, book week. I know you're really good. Like, books are really good. Obviously, I'm dyslexic, so I find them a little bit annoying, but they're good good to read. Good or really books. Yeah, really, really good. (laughs) But you have to dress up, right? And I was really excited because my son said he just wants to dress up in his footy uniform. And I thought, what a win. I don't need to make a costume. Yeah. But then yesterday, I was telling that to one of the mums and she turned to me and said, what's his favourite book? Mm. So what do you mean? She goes, well, they need to come dress as something from their favourite book. <laughs> so now I need to go and find a book oh. that has an AFL player in it <laughs> and tell my son that that's his favourite book. <laughs> Daily Mail. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Just, look, just There'd go- be one. Google up some AFL biographies. Yeah. Chappie, believe it or not. <laughs> Matthew Lloyd. Brownlow winners. Aussie rules for dummies. There you go. Roll that out. Yeah. There's five. Yeah, it's yeah. very advanced. <laughs> Reminder text. Not the ones from your beloveds, mm. not the ones from work, mm. the ones from the dentist, oh. the doctor. Press stop to stop. Yes, yeah. the mechanic. Pap smear's due. Yes. Mm. What's your mechanic sending you about a pap smear for? <laughs> he likes me. I'm cute. <laughs> don't send them. I'm avoiding you because I don't want to have to pay you. But I do say stay subscribed because you also send me happy birthday messages and stuff from time to time too. (laughs) So that's a buck up. That's cute. It's a hard relationship to break away from. So thanks. But no thanks. (laughs) Hey there. Tacos. You know I love to eat me a taco. But there seems to be... An inherent design flaw. What flavour? <laughs> Don't. Any flavour. Any flavour. Okay. But why is it that when I bite into your crunchy, crunchy shell, first oh. bite, first bite, mm. you split entirely down the middle, mm. spilling all your contents of the taco out all over me? 
That's a design flaw, Taco, and you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. And Maddie, I'd also like to say you've done very well throughout this entire thing. I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Heat 105. Uh, that is the podcast done and dusted, guys. Any extra chat? Abby, you can bring something to the table today. What would you like to discuss? Mm, what do I want to discuss? What about a hypothetical? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Kill them. Oh, no, that's not in the hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather... Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, sh- I'm excited. <laughs> this never ends well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Would you rather... Oh, that's obvious, isn't it? Be without a foot or a hand. No, that's a tough one. Mm. What would you say? Foot. Really? Hmm. Yeah. You'd rather be without a foot? Still open jars. I just wear a roller skate. Yes. And you then get, whiz yeah. everywhere I want it to go. Because you don't grip with the foot. So if you get a fake foot, it's much easier than a fake hand. I would definitely go without a hand. Would you? I'd go without a hand as well. I thought Absolutely. that was like, yeah. Why? Pro- because prosthetic technology is at a point mm. where I would much rather walk around with a robot hand mm. than a robot foot. Because a robot foot's always going to be in a shoe. Yeah. And no one's ever going to know unless you tell That's them. Why. But if you go, hey, how you doing? And then boom, a cyborg arm comes out like mm. your Jamie Lannister, but it can move. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant. I was thinking about my shoe collection. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah, don't, yeah. yeah. Get rid of half of it. Would you, would you technically have to bitch stump someone then? I'm going to bench stuff here. Oh, you could call me Lefty from now on. That was my fault. I brought that up. Your movie reviewing career is over. She gives every movie one thumb up. (laughs) (laughs) Can only count to five. (laughs) It'd be great. I'd love to have that. Uh, Leave us your comments. Rate this podcast. We'd love to know what you think. See you tomorrow. Couldn't measure horses anymore either, by the way. (laughs) 